What's up, everybody? Episode number four. Wow, kind of crazy. Um, doesn't really feel like episode number four. I feel like we've been doing this a lot longer, but we haven't, and that's okay. Um, last week was just Thanksgiving. Uh, I was with Jake and then um, our dad. That was a good time. Uh, Zach, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. I uh, spent it with my girlfriend's family. Um, ate a lot of good food, drank a lot of good booze, you know, the usual. So nothing to complain about. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. Um, we just hung out, watched some really shitty football, um, ate some, ate some really good food, which really made up. Oh yeah. They, uh, once you start, how about them cowboys? Once you start believing in them, they just let you down. How about so, them Cowboys? Um, it's okay. Uh, yeah, no, two the game. The two games were pretty bad. We'll probably, like Nate said, we'll talk about them later. But yeah, no, we ate some really good food, hung out. I haven't seen Dad in a while, so that was nice to uh, be able to see you guys. And yeah, Christmas is around the corner, so it'll be another. Chance I will be there. I will be there for Christmas, so that'll be fun. Where, we will. Where, where's there? Is what. The question is there. I will probably dad, but hey, yeah. maybe we will be able to record our first in-person podcast uh, during Christmas time. So that should be pretty fun. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that'll be preview. fun for the viewers. Little preview action. Stay tuned. For us. Stay tuned. Yeah, that should be cool for us. Before we recap on last week. Uh, Actually, our Thanksgiving dinner was pretty funny because initially, as we talked about last week, we were supposed to order Boston Market, which is uh, pretty, uh, they they offer Thanksgiving food year round. That's kind of their thing. So we were going to order that. But then it turns out they weren't even open on Thanksgiving, oddly enough. So then we had to take like, what was it, Jake? Like 45 minutes trying to figure out what else we could get. And the last resort was Benihana, which is a great option, but it is far from your traditional Thanksgiving food. <laughs> so uh, we didn't really have the traditional Thanksgiving dinner, but it was a great dinner overall. Great. So I can't complain there. Ooh, nice. Everybody's got to love Benihana's, man. The, fr- the fried rice there is second to none wait you guys got benihana's to go or did you guys go to the actual restaurant no doordash or whatever uh you know those postmates i didn't even know this until now i'm that's a very interesting choice because i feel like the only reason you go to benihana's is to have the guy throw the shrimp at you and to like make the cool onion tower thing but well, we had a really we had a, <laughs> we had a way cooler experience with what we did <laughs> yeah we had inside a, we joke had a... there <laughs> all right <laughs> but um anyways all right let's get going so last week we talked about the nfl and our you know our frauds or not who we think is going to be interesting for the postseason and it turns out if we go back to that episode we were pretty wrong on a lot of options we'll start first and foremost with the one we already talked about and that's me and jake's dallas cowboys who are just inching further and further away from being anything like they always are they just are disappointment at the end of the day and you kind of have to come to live with that as a cowboys fan but that was the first thing we me and jake kind of uh jumped the gun on and then all three of us I'll, I'll put myself in here. We're pretty uh, high on the Raiders, and they went out and probably had the worst game of the week, even worse than the Cowboys. So yeah. they that was pretty embarrassing. Never trust a Raider. Never trust a Raider. Uh, <laughs> Man. So, yeah, those were two pretty big ones. I don't know. I can't think of any others that we kind of were pretty bad at, but if you have any, go ahead real quick. Um, No, I mean, the my Cardinals – my Cardinals pick, they lost, but they're still in playoff contention, so they're still alive there. Um, and, yeah, the Raiders threw up a clunker, like you said. Dallas didn't do good. Uh, but I think everybody else kind of maintained their position, the Kansas City's. Oh, actually, I w- a little shout-out to Zach. The Niners, a big upset. It actually keeps them in the playoff contention. I, I'm, I'm proud of them because, again, I hate I the know. Rams. So that was a good for me to see. 
<laughs> I know. That was some awesome shit. So I'm very stoked because our season is not over, although we have a tough game this week against the Buffalo Bills. Monday so night football. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, that is that's a good Monday night football game. Yeah, that's a and good a Mon- Monday. And Monday there's a Monday morning game. game, and then a, a Wednesday afternoon. A Tuesday game. morning Tuesday. game. <laughs> a Thursday game. <laughs> I kind of like it though. I kind of like the football play. Like, I had a. Re- it was a really really slot. I mean, we, we could. I think. I guess we could just go into this real quick. That um, Baltimore Pittsburgh game. It was a really ugly, sloppy, just bad game but it was just interesting to watch on a wednesday afternoon i'm just sitting sitting back watching nfl football which the first time it's ever happened so i think that was interesting enough yeah that was pretty crazy but this week we're gonna switch it up again and we're gonna head on over to the nba um the nba season is just around the corner again crazy enough um a lot of good things just came out in the nba um the off season was actually pretty crazy for how short it was uh, the Christmas Day lineup just came out. That's always very fun to talk about and look at because the NBA does a great job, obviously, keeping the tradition of basketball on Christmas Day and puts the best matchups. And, you know, maybe at the end of it, we can a quick little bold prediction if we have one, an MVP candidate, a NBA Finals candidate, whatever it may be. Um, so this, this one should be fun. Um, I guess we can start with, you know, the offseason recap. Um, just what was that yesterday, Jake? The trade broke down of Russell Westbrook for John Wall in the first round pick. J- just Jake. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm asking, was it yesterday that it happened? I'm I forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> okay. Yesterday. Um, so that happened. That was. I'll go first with my take on that real quick. I thought that was. I think it was a great trade, actually. As crazy as it sounds, maybe to some, I think both players themselves are going to benefit tremendously from it um Westbrook and Harden I mean they're they're boys off the court but on the court they just do not mesh very well um you can see it you saw it firsthand um and John Wall you know he's a guy who's been hurt but maybe he just needs a change of scenery him and Bradley Beal they were good together but they never really made it happen so Maybe he just needs to change the scenery as well. So I think both guys are going to benefit from it, and they'll be interesting to see. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I I completely agree. I think I think both both players get a benefit from it. I I'll start with Westbrook. He, you know, he's been in the West. First of all, he's been in the Western Conference his whole career, and you know we, we all know that's that's a really tough conference to be in. So I think him sliding over to the Eastern Conference with a little less pressure in a place like Washington where, you know, basketball is kind of a second thought. Um, it might help him. It might help him. A lot of people a lot of people sleep on Russell Westbrook, so I still think he's really good. I think I still think he's got a lot left in the tank and who knows, maybe him and Bradley Beal will will play well together. Um I mean I I the all the stuff that I've been reading is saying that John Wall and Westbrook are like the same player, but I don't know. I think Westbrook's a better player. Um also, what people don't mention either is, I think John Wall's gonna kind of take his role with Houston and just kind of be the the other guy. He doesn't have to be the savior. He doesn't have to be the face of the franchise. He just gets to be the other guy that that passes the ball to James Harden. So I think them two will work really well together. So I'm excited. You know, I'm a big John Wall fan. So I I hope he comes back healthy, and you know plays well with Houston. I I think they're both playoff contending teams. I think they're. I think they can both end with similar records, really, like six, six to an eight seed for one of the or for both of them. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. I have just quick note on it. Um. I you know I'm reading a headline that James Harden preferred John Wall over Russell Westbrook. Um, Russell Westbrook. I don't know if I said that right, but um. Yeah. I. I think that I don't know I don't know if there was some like weird team chemistry going on which is kind of strange because obviously you know Harden and Westbrook came up together um, with OKC but um, you know who knows maybe like you need they they need another guy like John Wall I don't I don't really know I know John Wall is John first of all I know John Wall is sick like he's awesome Um, but he seems like a a less more of a he seems less of an eye guy 
which might fit in with, you know, James Harden kind of leading Definitely. this Houston Rockets team for the past, you know, few years here. Um, so I think it's actually a great swap. And, you know, then it allows Russell Westbrook to be the guy in Washington. And like you said, he kind of has some pieces around him. But I honestly think this is going to be really good for Houston. I think it's going to be pretty sick to watch these two play together um, and kind of watch how their team does uh, next year in the West. Because it seems like every year uh, the Rockets are kind of, they always have like a really good team, but they don't have enough to push them to the next limit. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I don't even think this trade is going to push them past like the Lakers because unfortunately, no, it doesn't the, make them a title contender. You know, it doesn't make them a title contender. But again, it's going to be it's going to make for good basketball, and I'm excited to see um, see how this trade works out on both sides. Yeah, it definitely keeps them relevant. I mean, a quick note on the whole Rockets thing—they've always been good, but. I mean, another uh, spoiler, we're all Warriors fans, and the Rockets just can never get by us in the playoffs, so that's their kryptonite, and, you know, maybe we're not we're not at the top anymore, the Warriors, so, you know, maybe they switch things up, they have all, they, the team is actually pretty completely revamped, so maybe it helps them out, I mean, you never know, it's, basketball's not, the Lakers are a great team, but basketball's in a great state right now where there's really no, uh, like, locked-in number one team like there was for so long as we know but um um also in the offseason i guess we can we can put two and one here so chris paul was traded to the suns which was a very cool trade i think that'll work out very well for them and in that deal kelly Oubre was sent over to the thunder who was then sent over to the warriors um first we'll do a quick take on chris paul ricky ricky rubio also in that trade too he he goes from uh from Phoenix. Uh, Oklahoma City to Minnesota. Phoenix to Oklahoma City to Minnesota. Yeah, was, it was a crazy trade. So. But, yeah, again, quick take for me. I think Chris Paul to the Suns is going to help that team a lot. They're they're an up-and-coming team for sure. Obviously led by Devin Booker, who's one of my more one of my favorite players in the game. He's he's a baller. Um, they also have Aiton. they got a lot of young guys, and Chris Paul is a good leader. So I think that's a good fit. Um, that's about it. I mean, just a quick take. Yeah. Great fit. I I think that that's a playoff team as well in the West. Um, he definitely adds that veteran leadership that they've been lacking um, for so many years with trying to build around Booker and now Aiton and then all the other guys they have. So, yeah, I think they're a playoff team with Chris Paul for sure. Yeah. Um, and quick take. I I don't know. I think the this trade is the piece that uh, the Suns needed. Uh, to put them as like, you know, to make them kind of scary in the West, because obviously the West is 100%. is pretty top heavy, right? So it's like you gotta join them. Um, you know, if you can't beat them, you gotta join them, right? So Chris Paul to that team with Devin Booker, it's it's gonna be pretty scary. So um, yeah, um, it can be very interesting. I'm pretty excited. I'll, I want to pivot to that. Oh. Sorry, I just uh, I just wanted to pivot to that. So here's a question for you guys: Out of the th- the three guys that we just mentioned, who do you think has the biggest impact on their team this season? Chris Paul with the Suns, John Wall with the Rockets, or Ru- Russell Westbrook with the Wizards? Uh, I'll go first. I think I think Chris Paul has the biggest impact. Um, I think Wall again, like we kind of mentioned. He's a compliment to Harden, so I don't think you're necessarily going to make their team much better than it already is. Um, I think the Wizards do get a little better with Westbrook, but, I mean, you never know. Westbrook, I mean, he makes a team better, but he doesn't make teams great. I think Chris Paul turns the Suns into a team that was not really relevant to a team that can make some noise in the playoffs. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a team that upsets someone in the first round or, you know, has a play someone good and makes it hard on them. Like I think they, I mean, he makes them relevant versus the other two guys that he doesn't, they don't make their teams really more relevant than they were. Yeah. I think I agree too. I, I was, I'll go Chris Paul. He's going to make that team. I mean, they were, they were undefeated in the bubble eight. No, they were the hottest team in, in Florida for that bubble. And they, they, you know, they just missed it because of where they stood before. Um, 
and like I mentioned earlier, Chris Paul adds that adds that veteran leadership, that tough guy mentality to that team. And I think he's just going to make Devin Booker uh, a better player. I mean, any fantasy basketball players out there, I think Devin Booker's got to be at the top of your list this year. He's, he, he can be an MVP candidate this season. So, sounds kind of bold. So, yeah. What do you that's... think, Zach? Who do, who do you think's the guy in that? Who do you think's the most impactful guy uh, of those three? Those three point guards? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you guys on the Chris Paul thing. Um, you know, I can definitely go down that same route, but. I am very interested in John Wall, and I think that, you know, shit, Jake, like, he was your favorite guy growing up. I mean, you had his his basketball shoes at one point. Um, I got and, his jersey still in my closet. And you have his jersey, so it's like... Um, you need a Rockets one. Now you need a Rockets one. But I think, I really think, like, you know, getting rid of Russell Westbrook, you know, I mean... He, you saw, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I didn't watch the season too much this year, but I did see, like, with Harden and Westbrook, there was a lot of, like, you know, beefing there, like, on the court. Tension, There's sure. a lot of tension on the court, because obviously both guys are incredibly talented, but that's the thing. They're, like, so in their own world that it's it's not a good mesh. And I think that you swap John Wall, who is, like, an elite player when healthy, and doesn't seem he doesn't seem like the kind of like like I said uh, the eye guy, and the guy that's just gonna step in there and 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 be like, you know, do his thing and let James Harden kind of lead the team. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see like how that kind of progresses the team moving forward. And, and again, I'm not saying it's gonna make them like significantly better, but I think like chemistry wise, it definitely will. Um, and, and who knows, that could have an impact. It, it could push them a little bit further this time. So we'll see. Yeah, I think James yeah, Harden... we'll see. It could be interesting. I think James Harden could be, like you said, more comfortable playing with a John Wall, who I think he knows that his game... You know, he hurt his Achilles, and then he hurt his ACL. So, I mean, he is, his legs are, aren't what they used to be, so he probably doesn't have the same explosion. But, I mean, I think he understands that, and he knows the role that he's being put into, so he's not going to try and do too much. Like you said, Zach, he's not an eye guy. So I think he'll just James, this is your team. I'm just here to help. And they added Christian Wood, who uh, is a good player as well, and they added to an already good roster. So, yeah, I I like that take. The Rockets seem like a fun team to watch this year. And, again, as Warrior fans, you would never really think that you would you would kind of be rooting for the Rockets, but I kind of am. I like that team. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Warriors, I mean, we can again. Let's try to get through this one quick. Uh, the draft. I think the draft is really interesting. Obviously, being that it was a quarantine draft, but I mean, we had there was a lot of names that you didn't. Other than again, Lamelo Ball. He was he was the name. I mean, Anthony Edwards is a, is a player. Uh, for Warrior fans, we got James Wiseman, who I'm I'm very happy about. I'm very happy about that one. Um, but really, it wasn't as hyped as a draft as we've seen. I mean, last year you had Zion, John Morant, R.J. Barrett. Those guys were like, oh, hey. This year it was like you only really heard of LaMelo Ball. I mean, <laughs> um, but quick take on the draft. Uh, I think LaMelo Ball is going to be – he's going to be better than Lonzo. I, I've watched the Ball family for as long as they've been relevant. And I've always been a fan of LaMelo, I know. A lot of people aren't a fan of the Ball family. I am a big fan of the Ball family. I think LaMelo's going to be a stud. You both are. LaMelo's going to be a stud, man. I mean, I've I've watched his highlights. I watched him play in Australia. He, he's got all the tools. I mean, we'll see where his head is at. That's always the big thing. But he's got the tools. Um, Anthony Edwards, I don't really have much to talk about the guy. I... I hate to be this guy. I don't think he's going to pan out to be much, but you never know. And then James Wiseman, again, I'm I'm so happy the Warriors got this guy. It's like a big blessing for the Warriors fans, for the Warriors organization. We've never had a guy who's like this. He's a seven-footer. He can do anything on the basketball court. I think he's going to be awesome. And being around a guy like Steph Curry, it only makes you better. So I think that's going to be a great fit. I mean, I guess – you guys can talk, pick one or pick two, whoever you want to pick, and just quick take on either one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, seriously, I think the top three picks were the only players that I actually knew in this draft. Uh, it was a weird draft. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, those top three are really good. I agree with you too, Nate. I think uh, Lamella Ball is going to be a good player. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind the balls. I, I think LeVar, for all the shit he talks, I mean, he's got three kids in the NBA, so must be doing something kind of right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Lamella, I, I guess since you talked about Wiseman, I, I'll just say that I do like Wiseman. I think that was the safest pick. I think I thought that was the, the pick they needed to make. Um, but I'll highlight, I'll highlight LaMelo. Um, I, I think him going to Charlotte could be interesting. They've been pretty irrelevant team for a long time. And if anything, he had some star power and they, they made some, they made some interesting moves getting Gordon Hayward on their team. So, I mean, I don't really have much of an opinion on the Hornets, but I think LaMelo Ball is going to be a fun player to watch in this league. I think he's going to, I think he's going to shoot. I think he's just play. I think he plays today's NBA really well. So I think he'll he'll blend in. Yeah, he's got a he's Being, got a lot to offer. That's why I like him. He can run, he can shoot. Uh he's he's a six seven guard, so he's big. So I mean, I think this guy's the limit for him and who knows? All the shit Michael Jordan gets for being such a crappy owner, maybe he'll turn Lamella Ball into something and we'll see. Zach, I know you have a thought on Lamella Ball. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> On Lamelo, no, I think he's sick, dude. I've seen his highlights; he's legit. Um, I think he's kind of just gonna be exactly like his brother. Um, you know, I know like he can shoot a little better, but his shot is—it's not as great. It's—it's it's still not that great. It's not like he's—he's he's, okay. So he's just like his older brother, right? He has like the insane IQ to play in the NBA. Like he has the IQ to play in the NBA. It's whether or not he can improve his shot and then capitalize on that and actually show that he can be much more than just like a great passer and a cerebral player on the court. I agree. So I yeah, I, I really think I think he has. Yeah, I think he's he's going to be better. But let's just see how his shooting goes because to be honest with you like you know that's that's kind of how I feel with um, what's his face? What's the first ball? Lonzo. Lonzo. You know that's kind of how I feel with him is, and I kind of figured that with the Lakers when he got drafted, I was like, he's not gonna really do shit here. He's just gonna be a fill in, and he's marketable because his dad's a fucking buffoon. But <laughs> he's a trade. Champ yeah, for a star you guys player. love him. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I. I I think he's going to be much I think he's going to have he ha, I have higher expectations for him and I think he'll be that player and I think he'll be really fun to watch um you know coming into the season. What's well, Yeah, it's so, going to be interesting. I mean um it's funny that you say that though because um you said that you have high expectations for LaMelo, which yeah, I get it. But isn't that crazy how when Lonzo got drafted, there's all this hype around him. He's going to the Lakers, and it was partially, you know, his debt. It was a lot had to do with LeVar Ball, you know, shit talking and hyping him up hella bad. And and then, I mean, when his first press conference with the Lakers, Magic Johnson was like, oh, he's the next me. So a lot of pressure put on Lonzo Ball right from the jump. Um, I don't think LaMelo has that pressure. Playing in Charlotte, I, don't, I mean, nobody really cares, you know. So I think he's, he kind of gets to lay back a little bit. and. I think that'll help him out because I think Lonzo kind of fell to that pressure of Los Angeles being the next Lakers star. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But yeah. he could always say that he could always say that uh, he's a big part of the Lakers championship run because if it wasn't for him being traded for Anthony Davis, the Lakers win win the title. So uh, he's, <laughs> he always has a stamp in Lakers championship. I think he should get a quarter of a ring. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's true i mean so before before Anthony we Davis move, wouldn't be a laker before we move on from this the draft I, I i just have a question and and you know you guys are much more knowledgeable um on this stuff but was there anybody else in the top three you know other than like wise men and ball and um, i got one fuck i don't even know the first round pick or the first pick in the draft but anthony edwards, um, edwards. edwards who went to the wolves but yeah, do you have any other picks in the first round um, that, you know, maybe we should be aware of? I know Nate has a good one, and I, I'll use this one. Maybe he'll, he won't, but um, I like Obi Toppin from the Knicks. Um, that's, the, that's really the only other player besides the top three that I've actually heard of before. 
And it made everything. This became tough when there was no March Madness. That's usually where you get the draft scoop, where you know all these players because of March Madness. And clearly that didn't happen this year. But um, Obi Toppin from Dayton, um, he's a little older, so he's a little bit more mature and polished player. But I think the Knicks got themselves a good player. I don't. I don't know if he's franchise alternate altering superstar, but I think he'll for slipping all the way down to like what eight or nine. I think that's a that's a good pick, and he's a. Uh, He's a native New Yorker, so it might help him out. He gets to play in his home, his home uh, state of New York. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, he's a, he's oh. a good one to watch out for. What was that, Zach? I was gonna say I didn't. I you know I'm looking at this now. I didn't realize. Uh, you know, obviously super biased, but number six pick was out of USC. Onyeka. Yeah, he. Uh, Oken- he- Onyeka and Konkwo. He he played with the Ball Brothers at yeah, Chino Hills, a actually. High school teammate of the Ball Brothers. Oh shit! Damn, at so, number yeah, six to the Hawks, so he must be yeah, pretty legit. Good. Yeah, he's nice. He's a he's a big time rebounder, shot blocker. His offense needs a little polishing, but he he should make a good name for himself in the league. He's actually going to be hurt for the first couple weeks, I think. He had an injury in his training camps for draft preparation, but he's still a solid player, so. Um, that's a good one, but I guess before we move on to the uh, Christmas Day slate, which is something I'm really excited to talk about, um, another one I think people should look out for, Zach, I know you wanted to hear some more. Uh, I don't know if this is the one Jake was thinking of, is Tyrese Halliburton. He was drafted by the Kings. Ooh, no, um, it wasn't I don't have have. the I don't have the draft picks in front of my face. I think he was 12. But I think he was, yeah. He was 12. He was 12. That's he a good is, one. Uh, he's a player to look out for. I know he... Oh. I thought he should have went higher than he did. Zach I thought the Pound. Knicks should have grabbed him, honestly. But um, he he's a he's like Alonzo Ball, like he really is. Um, he's got passing. He he can run the point really well. I think the only difference between like him and a player like Lonzo is he doesn't have to have the ball to be dominant. He is a player that can do a lot of things. That's why I think on Sacramento he's a great fit because they already have a guy who runs the show in De'Aaron Fox. So having another guy who can also run the show but also not run the show is a good fit for them. And I think he's a very safe pick, and that's something Sacramento needs. So I think he's a, a player to look out for for sure. Good good call with the Kings pick. I was thinking of the guy the Wizards got, the European guy. Oh, Danny but, Advia. I love um, Danny Advia. But, but shout, out Darren, shout out De'Aaron Fox, though, for getting the the, uh, the richest contract in Sacramento Kings. Damn. Five-year, $163 million contract hey, extension. He deserves it. That's worth, worth it, it, bro. He's a stud. That's worth he's it. He's a really good player. I mean, that's, you know, I... It's a lot of money, but he doesn't... I watch a lot of the Kings when they were playing. I, you know... My my uh, one of my friends has season tickets, so we used to go a lot. And you know, I watched him play all the time, and he's he's fun to watch for sure. So that's that's a good contract for them. It's a good franchise player. Yeah, I've been high on that guy since he got drafted. I mean, he is literally Russell Westbrook two point in terms of like raw abilities and like just being exclo- explosive on the court and just so much faster than everybody else and can kind of do it all. So I I think it's a great. Uh, he is definitely a franchise player, so um, sure, like because he plays in Sacramento, he's not getting that spotlight. But you know, it. I think next year is the year where he's re- people are really going to be like, "Shit, damn!" Like he's he's really good. So um, yeah, we'll that's see. interesting. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, but um, we'll transition on to what I really wanted to talk about. Um, and that's the Christmas Day lineup. I mean, it came out the other day. I was really excited about it. I think all of these games are really good games. 9 a.m. game, we'll start there, is the Pelicans at the Miami Heat. So we have, obviously, the big the big ticket here is Zion Williamson. I mean, we all know that's really the only reason why they're yeah, on no, Christmas Day. Exactly, I was going to say, the only um, reason why they're on is because Zion. And I, I'm not mad at it. I want to see Zion in the spotlight. I really do. I want to see him do it. I mean, I like that team. They got Ingram. They got Zion. They got Lonzo. And now they have Steven Adams. That's a team Bledsoe. I want to see. I want to see what they have. Bledsoe, exactly. And then Miami. This was Zach's favorite team last year. They uh, they surprised a lot of people. And I watched I watched the bubble closely. They were, they were a force. That's why they were in the finals. Um, Jimmy Butler 
Jake knows this. He can attest to this. He has been one of my favorite players in the NBA since he was literally irrelevant. He he was a backup player on the Bulls, and I watched I watched that Bulls team with Derrick Rose, and I was a huge fan of the guy already. Um, he's a he's a leader. He's a baller, and they got a lot of young guys around him that can shoot and score like none other. I like that team a lot, so I think that's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, what do you guys think? Quick take. Um, yeah, I think that game will be fun for. For all NBA fans watch, especially like newer fans of the NBA, I don't, I don't think the NBA really has issues like getting new fans like the MLB kind of does. But I, I mean, like you said, Zion is one hundred percent of the reason why the Pelicans are on the slate, and it makes sense because he's box box office worthy. And then the the reigning Eastern champion, the Heat, really deep team with Butler leading the charge, and Bam Adebayo is going to become a you know, franchise player himself coming up here. A few years, I think. Um, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, they got Goran Dragic back. They're they're a nice team. They play hard. They're well coached by Eric Spolstra. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Um, I don't know if we're going predictions, but I'll say Miami takes this one. If you want to throw, yeah, I'll say the Heat win that game. Just throw it in there. Go ahead, Zach. Heat will win. Heat will win. That's my. uh, I I was following them a lot this year. Um, Shout out to my manager, JBT. He's probably never gonna listen to this, but <laughs> um, I kind of was put on. I was kind of put on the map about them, and had zero idea that they'd even be good. Um, and what do you know? They were in the finals this uh, this past season. But um, you know that is gonna be fun to watch. I think with Zion and the Pelican, Pelic, Pelicans, Pelicans, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be a good game because the Pelicans have a good squad, but um you know the heat being the reigning um east champs um you know kind of expecting them to kind of put them away but um it's going to be fun to watch a bunch of young players uh go at it so um my pick is the heat though yeah that'll be a fun one to watch i actually didn't know if we were going to predict the games i mean these games don't necessarily matter so i didn't really care to or not but we could throw that in there so the next one 11:30 a.m. This is weird for us. The Warriors and the Bucks. It's only weird because as Warrior fans, we have never been on Christmas Day this early. We are always prime time. <laughs> so, seeing us this early will be interesting, but I like it cuz I love the matchup. I mean, obviously, there's a I think there's a lot to decipher in this matchup, but I just want to I just want to pick really just one of them. And that's the rumor that has been over the last year or so, and it's Giannis to the Warriors there's a huge it's not really there's not really any traction for it or anything it's really all just rumor but I I gotta think the NBA did this for that reason there's no other why would they put us against the Bucks like not this we never really had a history against the Bucks other than this rumor so I I think that's a little sneaky by the NBA there to throw that game in there I'm excited to see it obviously you got Steph versus Giannis I mean those are polarizing players in the nba they're not even just superstars they are they're icons in the league so that'll be fun to watch um but i think i mean i'm gonna be biased i think we take the game i don't really know if we will but i just want to say we will but again i think the nba threw this game in there because the old rumor that Giannis is going to the warriors um i guess you guys can go ahead and tell me what you think yeah um no it's it's a good match i'm glad the warriors are back on christmas um you know they 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 went through a really bad season with injuries last year and um unfortunately Clay Thompson got hurt again which is you know heartbreaking for Warrior fans cuz i think NBA fans in general are heartbroken over that one cuz Clay Thompson is just a good player and um a good you know a good role model for everybody that likes basketball so um but with that being said i i think the warriors still have a really good squad with Kelly Oubre Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and then, you know, the draft pick Wiseman. Um, so I, I think it's a great matchup. Um, Milwaukee made some moves in the offseason, too. Um, as an objective NBA fan, I'm going to say Milwaukee's going to win because I, I just think I think the Warriors are going to take some time to get used to the new squad and how things are going to run. And maybe, maybe being the second game of the season, it might be a little bit... Um, Rusty, how about that for the Warriors though? They get they get prime time opening night and then they get prime time Christmas game just right off the bat. So that's interesting. 
But um, That's yeah, the Steph Curry effect for you. Exactly. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors Steph Curry effect. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be like Nate. I'm gonna say that the the Warriors are gonna win because that's my team. But if I had to, you know, put my if I'm putting money on this game, it, it's I'm picking Milwaukee. So I think they're they're on a mission this so year. Okay, so you're taking the biased personal pick of going with the Warriors, but if you would put money on it, if I'm yeah, with the Bucks. Because I, I think the Bucks have a lot to play for this year. Because like Nate mentioned, all those rumors that Giannis is going to Golden State or or Dallas or Miami or wherever he's going to go, Lakers. But I think I mean Milwaukee's going to definitely want to keep him around. So they're going to have they're going to have to come out on fire and just be be the team to beat for the whole season. So I'll go Milwaukee. Nice. Um. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe James Wiseman. Isn't a warrior for very long, and he's in a deal for Giannis. And then on Christmas Day, it's just the Warriors beating the shit out of uh, a rebuilding Milwaukee team. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I don't think the trade um, would happen this year, but you never know. I guess <laughs> you never know. But yeah, I agree. I don't think it'll happen this year. But um, and in fact, I think James Wiseman's go- just as a side note is going to be, you know contributing a lot this year uh or that's my expectation but um we'll see uh especially with clay out um you know they're gonna need somebody to step up and he seems like you know the guy to step up right away um but i'm gonna pick the bucks uh it's an easier pick for me uh you know i love my warriors and i you know i can't really doubt steph but i also just think that the the dynamic without clay is gonna be a little weird um so and the bucks um, are a good team too so and the bucks are good the bucks are good and they've been playing together and i mean assuming that nobody else gets hurt you know that's that's why i make that pick but you know i could be very well wrong and stuff just blows everybody's expectations um you know even though he is like the best shooter Sure, in the NBA, so, um, but, yeah, that's my prediction, that's my thoughts, I don't have too much, you guys kind of spoke on everything, so. Cool, cool, so then the next game, after the Warriors, at 2 p.m., uh, will be the Nets at the Celtics, now this one is very interesting, obviously, we have Kyrie Irving going back to Boston, where he, uh, let's just say he diva, he divaed his way out of there, as he does with a lot of things. Um, and then you got the return of KD, who, I mean, I don't know how most, I would think most Warriors fans feel how I do about Kevin Durant. I, I love Kevin Durant to death. I mean, without the, I mean, not to say without the guy, we wouldn't have won championships, but he obviously was, you know, a lot of the reason why we did. And I'll, I'll always have a special place for Kevin Durant in my basketball heart, but that'll be interesting to see. And then, you know, they got him going against the Celtics who Jason Tatum is, <laughs> You might hear Jason Tatum a lot on this podcast because I love Jason Tatum. I mean, that guy, he's got a lot, of, he's got a lot to offer. He he might be one of the best players in the NBA soon, and I mean real soon. So, I think this is going to be a great matchup, and I'm actually going to take the Celtics to win this game just because they've been together. I think the Nets, again, as Jake said with the Warriors, the Nets I think are in the same boat. They got to learn how to play together. I know you have Kyrie and KD. Those two guys are. It doesn't matter they're good enough to win games even if they don't know the guy next to them. But I think it still matters, and I'm going to take the Celtics to win this game. Um, you guys can go ahead and take over from there. Um, I like this matchup. I think this might be my favorite game on the slate. Um, I, I I don't know how I felt about the whole Nets thing in the past, but I, I don't know why. I'm starting to really warm up to those two together. I, I mean... I'm not a big Kyrie Irving fan. I, I I don't really like the way he acts. I don't like the way he bad mouths his teammates sometimes. But he's a hell of a ball player, and Durant, him and Durant are just perfect for each other. They're like a match made in heaven. So, um, I I like that team. Um, I think one thing we forgot to mention is Boston's gonna be down Kemba Walker for a few weeks, right? Um, yeah. I, I don't that. know how much that impacts that this game. It might, you know, another twenty point score, but they Celtics have plenty of depth that they they'll be okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brook, uh, Brooklyn Nets. Um, I I think 
I just because I I would I would say that the the Warriors are going to beat the Nets on opening night, so I just don't want to, I just don't see the Nets going zero and two, so they're going to win this one, but they'll lose opening night to Golden State. <laughs> That's an also a really interesting matchup, but yeah, it's a good take. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna piggyback you on that, Jake. I think the Nets are going to win. Um, you know, obviously Boston is a top notch team in the East. Um, they were obviously in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like we cannot forget about that, and that they've been. It's, they have a great coach. Um, they've been together for a few years, but I don't know, man. You put KD and Kyrie on the court together, I they're gonna do some damage, dude. Like they're gonna be scary. Like especially if those two are healthy, and like I know yeah, KD's injury was really bad, but. I mean, if he's even close to as good as he was, that's going to be scary. And Kyrie back healthy. And let's not forget, they got DeAndre Jordan at center too. So they got a they got a solid center going. And they also got some you know, I talent. I like their 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 team is good, man. They got Joe Harris. They got you know, Wilson Chandler. Like I I like the I like this roster a lot. And you know, we'll see. Like I mean, Coach how Steve it plays Nash, out. Too. And Coach Steve Nash, who knows? Maybe you know he he makes a difference there, um, and players will respect him. Although I kind of heard I I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I heard Kyrie saying that that was a dumb uh, hire. But yeah, that could have been Kyrie some stupid. Did he say that? that could have been that could be he Kyrie said, being Kyrie, or it could be a dumb rumor. Who knows? But no, he didn't say he didn't he didn't say he hates the hire or that it was a bad hire. He said, "quote Well, I guess semi quote." Uh, when you have guys like me and Kevin Durant on the team, you really don't even need a coach, which is, <laughs> you don't say that. It's just something you don't say. I mean, yeah, that's know. why I don't like Kyrie. I, I, I love his game. I love his game, but just his mouth, dude. He just needs to stop the whole whatever he's trying to do. But <laughs> yeah, but I agree with Jake. I think it's gonna be a great game to watch. I agree with both you guys. I think the Nets are gonna be a great team. I just like the Celtics in this matchup. Kind of. Kind of really because I love Jason Tatum, but I love KD. I love that team, so that'll be that'll be the best game I think of the night, or the day I should say. Um, that transitions onto the primetime game. This one I think will be really interesting too because you got the Mavericks against the Lakers. Obviously, the Lakers just won the championship. They are the team to beat uh, for many reasons, for good reasons. And then you got the Mavericks who have Luka Doncic. And if you don't know who Luka Doncic is, then you just don't watch basketball because uh, I hate to say this because I'm not being, uh, I shouldn't say I'm not being literal here, but he is, he's very LeBron James-like in a lot of ways if you watch his game. So I think the Luka versus LeBron matchup is going to be very cool to see. They actually just reported, I think, yesterday or today, if I read it correctly. LeBron wanted to sign Luka to Team LeBron. He wanted to start a Team LeBron on Nike, and Luka was the very first person he thought of. So he obviously he obviously sees what Luka's doing, and he respects it. And I think he respects it because he sees a lot of himself. Um, I think the Lakers win this game. I think the Lakers are obviously, you know, they're the team to beat, as I said. So I think they win this game, but I think... Having Luka on Christmas Day against LeBron is just going to show more and more people why Luka Doncic is someone you need to know because he is arguably one of the best players in the NBA already. Like, it's his third year and he's already the best, one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this will be an interesting game, too. I mean, like you said it earlier, like, all these games are great, which is why they're the Christmas primetime slate, you know. So, uh, just really quick, I mean... Um, the Lakers made some very interesting moves in the offseason. I think they got better, which is crazy because they just won the finals. So um, that might be bad news for the rest of the league. I um, I think that I don't know if I don't know if they will win it this year, but they definitely um, set themselves up nice. Um, but for this for this matchup, I'm gonna say the Mavericks take this game because just just uh, piggybacking what Nate said about Luca. He's he's gonna be the reason why they win the game. He might put up like a forty point triple double and just be on fire, and it wouldn't surprise anybody. You know, like you said, if you don't know who Luka Doncic is, then you need to start watching Sports Center and the NBA a little bit more because he's a he's a walking highlight tape. So, 
Um, yeah, I think Luka puts up a big-time game, and they, they squeeze by the Lakers. I think that might even go overtime, too. Who knows? Um, yeah, I like the Mavericks in this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Uh, I, they're just, they're just so dominant and, and yes, like Luca is the man. And especially this year, he had some crazy moments, especially that playoff moment where he hit that game winning shot. But yeah, that was sick. I, I was watching that live and could not believe what I was seeing, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. The Lakers have made some moves this year. They got uh, who did they just add? They added Marcus Saul, which is, are you fucking kidding me? Like this team's already loaded. Like how are you gonna? Montez I know. Harrell. I think Marcus. Yeah, and it, it's just it's kind of messed up. I mean, I have a lot of Laker friend like Laker fan friends that were always hating about the Warriors and shit, but like. Dude, they're they're even worse. Like I'm I'm gonna you know fuck you all you Laker fans that are my friends <laughs> that even listen to this. Like fuck you. Like don't say that the Warriors did some shady ass shit because you guys didn't draft any of these fucking players. That's all I'm gonna say. I I have a uh, rant over the but... worst player on the team. Everybody, but they, it, everybody they yeah they're worst they're worst player is yeah all their draft picks are gone. Like yes, that's a great franchise move but to say like the like take all that shit you said about the warriors back like they drafted that core three and then they signed katie yeah that was kind of fucking shady and katie's a snake for that but like it's not like they they traded all their assets and got just like multiple like top five players they drafted top five players they made or, top five i guess players. at the time they made top five players at the well, time yeah so anyways Sorry, sad rant over. Um, I got the Lakers going. Um, and also, I had no idea that they had Ante Katumbo's little brother. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, the Mavericks have the he, other brother, too. I is think. he good? No, Costas? He's back on the bus. Is, Cost, is Costas Ante Katumbo any good? Eh, not really. I mean, oh, I guess Giannis wasn't really that good when he came into the league. and took a I lot. know. that's You know Giannis has been in the league for eight years. Wow, I didn't know that. I did know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. I I I have him on, I follow him on Instagram and he posted a picture and it was like year eight and I was like, Year eight? What? He's been in the league for eight years? That seems like that's <laughs> huh. a long time. Huh. But I yep. thought that was interesting. He's been around. But and then, sorry, okay, I kinda so... went on a side ramp, but let's just say okay. I'm done with the Lakers, but I do yeah. have them winning <laughs> this game. We got our right, last works. game. Yeah, the last cap. game of the night for Christmas is the Clippers and the Nuggets. This is a really good game. This is a really good basketball game for people who understand the game of basketball. The Nuggets are they are a very underrated team. I mean, they've been good for the last couple of years, and they're going to continue to be good. Um, the Clippers, obviously led by Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they're going to be good Joke. as well. Um, this this was the matchup last year. That leads me into my point here that I have written down. This was a semifinals rematch that the Clippers blew last year, a 3-1 lead that they blew. Um, I think, I mean, I watched that series. I think the Nuggets were just, I mean, they were they were hungrier than the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers played good, but they didn't they didn't put the foot on the, on the gas pedal. They just kind of, they had the lead, and they just kind of were like, whatever. Um, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray was another, he made a name for himself. Um, he was on a, another planet. And Nikola Jokic is one of the best players in the NBA. He is the best center in the NBA. One of the um, best. They play great the basketball. Best, Jokic's one of the best athletes of all time that nobody like talks about. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so underrated, dude. So underrated. Like um, any so I guess before I, hand, before I hand you guys the torch, um, I think the Nuggets are going to win this game. I like the Clippers a lot this year. I think they're better than what they showed in their playoff stint last year. But I, I like the Nuggets winning this game. I think it's going to be a very good game. I think this might be the best game, if not uh, second best Most, game to the Nets and yeah. Celtics game. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I got the Nuggets in this one. Yeah, I, I like I like the Clippers a lot. I think... I think Nate and I talked about this yesterday. I, I think the the Clippers just got a a like a really like bad start with. I mean, Paul George got shoulder surgery, so he didn't get to work out in the off season, and they didn't practice together. And then COVID happened, and they kind of just had to throw it together with a brand new team. And um, and if 
Paul George was talking on um, all the Smoke podcast um, about how they just didn't make any adjustments. They they were up three one, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna win this shit." And then they lost, and they're like, "Oh, we're still three two. We'll, we'll win." And then it's some all of a sudden it's three three, and they're like, "Oh well, we only have to win one game." So they were just super complacent, is what Paul George was saying. So I think they come back with like more of a chip on their shoulder and understand that okay, just because they have a really good thing on paper doesn't mean shit. And I thought I think they made good uh, good moves in the off season. So um, I'll take the Clippers in this game, but I do like the Nuggets a lot. I, I'm glad they put him on this slate because they're a very underrated team. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I guess it's up to me to be the tiebreaker. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Nuggets again. I think the Nuggets, like you know, you got, we were just talking about they're they're a very talented team. Um, you know, Jochik is is unreal. Uh, Jamal Murray's a, a great guy, um, great player. Um, Paul Millsap, same thing. Like. I I just I don't know. I like I like this team overall and um they also got the best name in basketball, Bull Bull. Um <laughs> Did he by the way, did he play at all last year? Yeah, he did played he, in like, the bubble. Did, did he do anything though? He's he isn't really he didn't, anything, any yeah, he's he didn't play any big minutes or anything. He didn't play any big minutes or anything, but got it. he he played. So We'll see, but anyways, I I like this team. I think they they come out with a vengeance every time, and you know I think they're gonna take this same exact approach they took in the playoffs. They're gonna treat it like a playoff game um, because they want. I think all those guys on that team have the same goal and vision in mind. Yeah, it's very easy to say. It's very easy to say that every team has that, but I don't think that's true. I really don't because. If the Clippers had that vision, they would have made that shit happen. They wouldn't have blown a three-one lead. I agree. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But you know, you can think about all those teams that were up three-one. But anyways, Warriors blowing it in the finals. But anyways, um, you know, I I think they just come out with a much more aggressive um, tone in the in that game. And you know, I'm gonna, I you know, they have the talent, and they've obviously proven that they can already beat this team. Um, although, you know, again, I did pick the Clippers last year to kind of go ahead of the Lakers, but that didn't happen at all. But, um, which is probably why I'm leaning towards the Nuggets, but yeah, I, I have them as my pick. I think, um, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be, it's going to be a great, um, kind of finale on Christmas day. So, um, yeah, that's Christmas. That's my take on Christmas that. Day is gonna be very, very, very action packed with some NBA action. So that's that's gonna be exciting. Yeah, I think all those games have a lot to offer, and I'm really excited. I mean, that's why I really wanted to talk about this this episode. Um, I guess before we move on to our last segment, I did have a bold prediction. I don't know if you guys have a, a little bit of a bold prediction for the NBA season. Um, say what you want about what I'm gonna say here. Um. I think Steph Curry's winning the MVP. I have a lot of reasons for this. Um, one, I have never seen him so motivated. I mean, I'm a Warriors fan, so I watch all things Warriors. I'm a huge Warrior fan, I should say. I'm diehard. So his interviews, everything he's talked about, he is. I've never seen him in a mindset like this since the first championship run. Um, I think a lot of people forget who Steph Curry really is. They think because Kevin Durant was on the team that he really, you know, he, he was the reason why they won those championships, but you got to think again that, man, Steph Curry is the, he does so much for a basketball organization, not even just a team, that is beyond anyone other than LeBron James. LeBron James is the only other person that has the same effect that Steph Curry has, and people forget that. So I think he sees that. He sees that the Warriors aren't the favorites. They're more underdogs, which they haven't been that in so long. And I, I thought the same thing last year before he got hurt. I think he's going to win the MVP. I think the Warriors will be at least – I mean, I don't think – I don't know if they'll get to the finals, but they they will see the Lakers at some point in the playoffs, whether that's in the Western Conference Finals, which I think that's where it's going to happen. And I think people need to remember who Steph Curry is and remember 
who the Warriors are when Steph Curry is on the floor. That is my bold prediction. Show respect to the shooter. I think it, it could be biased. Say what you want, but people need to respect who Steph Curry is because he has changed the game of basketball. Not just not just been a player. He has changed the game of basketball, which not a lot of people can say. And people need to remember that. Well, That's my little rant on Steph Curry. That's bold. He's winning the that's, MVP. That's why it's a bold take. Um, One thing for the season, I think, I think the Clippers are going to win the finals. I, That's my bold take. I, I just really... I'm buying into the fact that they needed some time to kind of mesh and gel together, and they added the right pieces with Serge Ibaka, and I think this is they take it down this year. Um, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah, that's that's. Um, yeah, I mean, my reasoning is Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. Paul George is, and he's not a superstar, but he's an all star. He's he's in there with like Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and you know those like, top, like those right below superstars. Um, he gets a bum rap for what he does in the playoffs, but I, I think he'll turn around this year. I think he'll, I think with Ty Lue at the helm, I think it'll be, uh, smoother for him and it'll be smoother for that team and they'll, they'll do what everybody thought they were going to do this year. So I got Clippers winning it all. It's my bold take for the NBA season. Wow. You got anything, Zach? Um, let's see. Uh, if not, it's okay, but I would like to hear one. Not really. Um, I don't really have anything crazy, but maybe on, I'll bold. go with get bold. Get bold, bold. Bold, bold will be the MVP. Uh, bold, bold. No, um, just kidding. Uh, I'm going to say bold. that, um, let's see. Let's go with the Miami Heat winning it all this year. Whoa. Wow, that's a good Whoa. take. Whoa, you liked it. <laughs> that's a good take. I mean, they were in the finals last year. You're just sucking up to your boss. I am sucking up to my boss, but it's, it's all good. <laughs> He's never going to listen to this podcast, and if he does, well, I'm expecting a big-time raise, so, um, there you, go. you know. We'll see. That's hilarious. That'll be interesting to see. They they played good. Yeah. So it's not the worst. Yeah, to, I just bold one, I, yeah. I like Tyler Tyler Hero a lot. I like um, the fact that Jack Harlow made a song about him, and you know he's from Kentucky, now living the Miami lifestyle. <laughs> so um, that's a great insight. Yeah, that's my bold take: is that the Miami Heat are going to come back, and they're going to come back and and win it. So I like it. I like it. All right. Well. Let's uh, transition out of sports, out of basketball altogether, and uh, let's come back with a little segment, a little random segment, back to that. And this one is, you know, now that it's December, we can talk things Christmas, we can talk holidays, and uh, what are your guys', what's your guys' favorite Christmas movie? What do you think the best Christmas movie is? If you were, I guess, either nostalgic one or just the best one overall, if you were to Think of a Christmas movie that you have to watch during this during this time of the year. What is it? Um, I'll go first. Um, I think either it's kind of a toss up between two for me. The How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey is one of our family favorite movies. Not just my favorites, but all of our favorites. I think I can speak for all of us. And another one I like is um, Home Alone. The Home Alone series is great. <laughs> uh, those are those are those, those are, are classics. Um, yeah, and then I guess I can throw one more in, just cause I, we talked about this before we got on. But um, Chris, Christmas Chronicle. There's there's a there's a Christmas Chronicle one and a Christmas Chronicle two. I watched number one the other night, and I gotta say it was actually a really uh, entertaining, good movie. I give it a like I told you guys, I give it a solid like seven and a half on the uh, out of ten. So. If any of you guys are on Netflix looking for a Christmas movie to watch, I would I would recommend uh, a Christmas Chronicle. But yeah, the Grinch. Nice. I will actually I will actually check that out. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh it's good. Um, but yeah, the Grinch and Home Alone are just the bomb. Okay. Um. Well, those were actually the two I was thinking. Um, but. Because uh, I love the Grinch and I love reenacting Jim Carrey because he's the fucking man. Um, <laughs> da, 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 the Grinch. Um, 
You Dad, know. move. Dad, move it. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, ooh, I just ah, night. ooh, that's it. I'm not going. I love that, dude. I love, I love Jim Carrey <laughs> so much. That might be his best movie. Uh, no, that's definitely not, but it is a top movie that he's done. Um, Ace Ventura is yeah, he's got a lot of his best ones, movie, one of his best movies, just saying. Um, and if for, and, and yeah, side for sure. note, side note on Jim Carrey. If you want a serious movie that he's in, that's very good. Like, one of my favorite movies is Eternal Spotlight for, uh, or I think it's Eternal Spotlight for something like, hold on, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Sorry, I totally mixed it up. But that movie's fucking awesome. If anybody's listening to this and hasn't seen it and wants, like, a kind of a mind fuck with Jim Carrey, that is the movie to watch it, it is a great movie um huh. but interesting yeah check it out check it out um and if we don't if you guys don't watch it between now and then i actually think we should watch it when we get together this christmas so um but i'm gonna go with a weird wild card here i'm gonna go with the gremlins i don't know if you guys have seen gremlins Ooh. but that movie is Gremlins is great. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, it's actually so funny that this is it's a kid's movie because when you go back and watch it, you're like, there's no fucking way that this is a kid's movie. Um, there's a lot of uh, lines in it where it's like talking about death and things like that. But like, it's just so funny that that was a kid's movie. But overall, it's just like I went to watch it, I think. When theaters were still a thing, I went to go watch it in L.A. Uh, with uh, my girlfriend. And we watched it at uh, Quentin Tarantino's theater. A pretty dope experience. And, you know, after watching it, I was like, wow, like, I cannot believe how good this movie is still. Um, and it's only a Christmas movie just because it, I think it takes place in the wintertime. Um, so it's not like a true Christmas movie, but <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's my, that's my wild card there. Huh. Interesting. Nate. Yeah, that's interesting. I like I like both of you guys. I mean, Jake said I love the we love the Grinch. I think that's that would have been my take, but obviously I want to be different. Um I thought it was interesting neither of you guys said elf. I mean I figured you guys thought wow, about it. Wow, how did I, think, I not think I of think that? Oh yeah, that's a great I movie. I think that's a Christmas movie you kinda have to watch. Like if it's Christmas time, you have to watch that. Like even if you, I mean, I don't know anyone that doesn't like the movie Elf, but even if you don't like it for some reason, you kind of have to watch it just because <laughs> what it it's is. It's a great like one. It's, it's a great movie, whether it's a feel-good movie or, I mean, it's Will Ferrell. It's it's a great movie. Um, I think that's that's a good one. And then also, I mean, I just watched all three of them the other day was the Santa Claus movies with, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Allen? Tim Allen, thank you. I just watched those. I think those are also very feel-good Christmas movies that you kind of have to watch, too. Um, I was surprised, I guess, either of those you guys didn't mention, but I think Elf was a little more surprising. But I think when it's Christmas time, you got to watch Elf. And I think, I mean, it's just a great... I want to watch it right now. I'm going to watch it after we get done, just because I said that. <laughs> is it? Is it on anything? I think it's... It's gotta be on something, right? It's not on Netflix, probably. Netflix has nothing. I need it. It's probably. I bet you it's on no, HBO Max. I, HBO Netflix Max sucks. has everything. I bet you it's on there. Yeah, I I need to revisit Elf. I haven't seen that one in a long time, so I need to get back to that one. It's, I mean, great time to watch it. So. Yeah, I think that's the one. So I think those are all good options. I like Zach's bold bold option there. I I don't I can't remember if I've seen that movie, but if not, I will visit it for sure. The Gremlins. Yeah, I feel like I have. Have you seen the Jake? Yeah, I, I I remember when I was younger, I used to be scared of that movie. <laughs> it is kind of scary though. Those little things are scary, dude. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a good one. Yeah, I gotta visit that one. I feel like I know what it is, but I can't like picture it. But um, well, yeah, that I mean, I think we'll continue to talk about Christmas. Obviously, the rest of this month it's Christmas time. Why not have some Christmas segments towards the end? Um, I think those were all good options. Um, I'm gonna watch all of those this coming month for sure <laughs> um but before we go um next week for our next episode uh we are gonna go back to baseball yay finally back to baseball um, there was a lot of news actually for baseball lately which is going to be cool talking about it. it was the non-tender of a lot of players 
Um, I'm not going to mention, obviously, right now, because that's what the next episode's for. You got to, you got to, you got to listen to the next episode if you want to hear what what our takes are. But um, that's going to be something we're going to talk about. And the trade rumors. There's a lot of trade rumors heating up in the MLB. So I think those are two things that are going to be really interesting to dissect. And um, I'm pretty excited about that. I, I miss talking about baseball. It's been so stupid. Yeah, hopefully net by next recording there's like an actual like free agent signing or a big trade that happens so we have something to talk about even more. But yeah, baseball's hopefully heating up a little bit. Baseball always takes forever though. True. Yeah, it's true. True, true. Um, so yeah, I mean... I think that was a good that was a good episode. I think we got a lot of good takes for the NBA. I think the NBA is going to be really exciting this year. Um, the NBA obviously does a great job, especially with this pandemic going on. So I think their season is going to turn out very well, and it's going to be very exciting to see. Um, yeah, I was I liked I liked it. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the NBA for sure. Oh yeah, I like how it's starting off really quick because it's it's going to get to the point where there's just no sports on during the week. So. It's going to be fun to watch. Good season. Any final thoughts, Zach, before we uh, head out of here? Uh, no. Um, I am, you know, excited to come home soon um, and see you guys. So, um, But looking forward to discussing baseball for the month of December as things kind of heat up in the free agency market. Yeah, that'll be fun to see, fun to talk about next week for sure. Um, with that being said, this will conclude episode number four. Um, again, we are pretty much just on Spotify. I mean, there's, I don't know if anyone listens to Google podcasts or I don't even know what the other ones are named, honestly, sorry, but, uh, this will be up soon for sure. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it. I think, I mean, a little moment here. I think I'm enjoying, I'm really enjoying this. Um, this is again, as we said in the first episode, this is something we just do daily. So I think it's really cool that even if we're not having a lot of listeners right now, I think it's just fun to just do this in general. Um, I'm hoping anyone who does listen to it is really enjoying it because I know, again, I'm having a great time doing it. Um, but with that being said, we will see you guys next week. Keep supporting. Keep listening. Um, yeah. See ya. Yep. Later. See ya. Later. Later, guys. Later.